0: You are listening to the Meant to Make It podcast. If you have lost income amid the COVID-19 crisis, you are tuned in to the right channel. Whether you've totally lost your income or are adjusting to a decrease in your income, Meant to Make It will help you navigate this uncharted territory. You can rely on me for concrete, evidence-based coaching tools that will ensure you move forward with courage, confidence, and clarity of mind. I'm your host, Holly Wright. Life and Mindset Coach. Thank you for pressing play. Now let's up-level your thinking. Hey, I'm so glad you're here and listening to the Meant to Make It podcast. I am super excited to teach my very first tool on this episode today. And I'm excited to teach this tool because I know a lot of people who are listening are in a lot of pain. They have lost their income, they have lost their job and understandably feeling very powerless, feeling very much like they want to change what has happened and feeling stuck in that space of not being able to move forward and not being able to feel better So if you take a moment now to think about how awful you're feeling, and I know that doesn't sound very fun, but if you were to rate yourself in how you're feeling, 10 being awful and one being amazing, where on that scale are you currently at with what's going on? And what I'm offering here on the podcast today is to move you from wherever you are. Let's say you're at an eight down to a seven or a six. And the reason why I'm not saying I'm going to bring you down to that one of feeling amazing is because if that's what I was pushing on this podcast, I would be lying. There is no way, given the current circumstance in your life and the way you're thinking about it, that I'm going to be able to use pretty positive thoughts to make you feel amazing. That would be a scam. The only way you're going to get down to feeling amazing is if you use external pleasures like overeating or overdrinking, something along those lines. And that's not what I want anyone to be doing. I want us to be expanding our mindset and learning tools that we are going to be able to take into post-COVID-19 times to use the next time that there is inevitably another challenge that we are facing in our lives. So this is one of the greatest gifts that I can give you. And the gift is to be the watcher of your own brain, of your own mind, of your own thoughts. And this is a super powerful tool. I'm going to teach you exactly how to do it on the podcast today. And it's going to change your life. It is definitely the one step that I took the first step that I took in my self-development journey that I honestly thank my teachers for in my mind every single day because the expansion and the evolution of your brain that this one tool allows is such a gift so let's get started The first thing I want to explain is why it's so painful and why it hurts so much for us to lose income. Now, I know you probably think it's obvious, but I'm explaining it here on a scientific level. If you're not a sciencey person, don't worry, you will definitely understand. But this is the first stepping stone to slipping into that watcher position. So basically what happens in our brain when we learn that we are losing income is our brain perceives a massive threat. Your brain wants to not only keep you surviving through shelter, food, water, all of those things, but it also wants to stay happy. It wants to experience good emotions. So when you first learn that you are losing your job The part of your brain that scans for danger kicks in full throttle. And how I explain this part of the brain is that it's closer to our animal friends. So if you can imagine a small furry animal who is out in the wild and sees a tiger, their their brain is going to kick in with a stress response and adrenaline response to send the messages for them to get away. From the source of danger. And us as humans have had that same part of our brain evolve over millions and millions of years. And that part of our brain has been kept as a necessary feature to keep us safe and to keep us alive. So if you can imagine our long, long ago ancestors who lived in caves, all the threats that were constantly. In their lives, from the weather to not understanding different types of foods and how they affect the body, and animals, and other humans, even, and how the humans who were more perceptive and were more aware of dangers and had brains that scanned for dangers were the ones who survived because that anxiety they had, that fear they had about what they did and about their environment was useful. And so we have pulled this feature of our brains through through the ages, through the years, because it was important in keeping us safe. Now, I'm going to argue that it is still an important feature because when you are told that you are losing income, Of course, you need to make another decision in your life, that next decision, to make sure that you're putting food on the table and keeping a roof over your head. So what your brain is going to do is it's going to start giving you a bunch of situations that are perceived as a threat. Now, if you're one of my listeners who hasn't lost income, you can relate this to any situation in your life where you feel anxiety. It is your brain scanning and reporting dangers to you. And what I want to offer is that there is only a small percentage of these thoughts that are actually helpful. The rest of them, first of all, are not true. And secondly, they just cause stress. Feeling stress is cortisol, the stress hormone, rising in our bodies. And when cortisol, the stress hormone, is rising it is wreaking havoc on our mental health and on our well-being in general. And so what I'm trying to offer you here is that a percentage of that is useful and then there's a whole nother part of it that is unnecessary, unnecessary suffering. Now, what I want to offer you here is the power of being the watcher because when you're watching your thinking, you are able to choose Which thoughts serve you and are going to help you in moving forward and making those decisions that you're going to have to make? And which ones are just causing that unnecessary stress? You have the option to choose. So how do we decide what we need and what we don't need? What's serving us and what's not? I'm going to, first of all, explain it with using an example of COVID-19 that's not directly related to income loss and so I want you to imagine that you have gone to a shopping center, you're doing your grocery shopping and you notice that someone is coughing. Now your brain is immediately going to kick in a response of move away It senses that someone could be ill, it senses that as a danger, it reports that danger to you and gives you the response it thinks is going to keep you safe and going to keep you healthy. And it's done its job, you're likely to move away. But what's also going to happen as a result of that situation is you're going to have more danger scanning thoughts. Now these thoughts are going to be specific to your brain and who you are, but The main theme is going to be, I'm going to get sick. Maybe you're thinking they've touched something that you touched or that the germs are in the air that you've breathed in. You're going to start thinking, I'm going to get sick. And I want to offer to you that that is not true. Of course, it's a possibility, but it's also a possibility that that person had a sip of their drink that they were carrying and that it went down the wrong way. And that's why they were coughing. You could also think that they were far enough away that those germs would not reach you. These are all possibilities. They are not truths. And your thoughts can't be true because they contradict each other. You can't have the thought, I'm going to get sick, and they were far enough away, both be true at the same time. So, if you allow your brain to spin on these thoughts, your thoughts are creating your feelings. And when you think, I'm going to get sick, you obviously start feeling stress and anxiety. And, like I mentioned before, this is going to change your mental health and your well being in general. Now, let's move this to the situation of losing income because I know that's what you're here for mostly on this podcast and what I want you to do is I want you to think about your very specific circumstance and I'm going to make one up to use as an example and when I say circumstance I mean the absolute facts if we were to talk about the person in the shopping center coughing all I can say is a man coughed in aisle two. I can't say that he, a man was sick in aisle two because I don't know that that is a fact. I only know that he coughed. So when you relate this to your income loss, you need to have a circumstance or a sentence that is completely true. And so the example I'm going to use is in 2019, I worked five days per week, starting April 2020, I will work one. So I just want you to notice that it's very factual and it's not emotional. It's a very neutral sentence. And when you're first told that circumstance, your brain is going to have thoughts about it. And they are going to be very negative thoughts because, again, scanning for danger, So some of the thoughts may be, I will never be able to afford the things I want. I have had my income destroyed. Things are never going to be the same. I'm not going to be able to afford to have a wedding. I am not going to be able to afford things I enjoy in my life. And it's going to go on and on and on. It's going to be kind of punching you in the face with these thoughts and That doesn't mean that you need to stop them. It doesn't mean that you need to try and resist against what's happening. It is your brain working well and doing its job. So what I suggest is that you just listen. You're in that watcher position that I've been talking about throughout this podcast, where you're aware of the circumstance, you've played in your mind, you know exactly what the neutral facts are. And then you're listening to what your brain comes up with as a result. And what I suggest here is that you sit down and you look at it on a piece of paper. I have a worksheet on my website that I'll talk about towards the end. I just don't want to break the flow right now of what I'm saying. But what you do is you write down each thought. And when you can actually see your brain on paper and your thoughts on paper, you have that power from the watch position to question, what of this is actually true? If you had the thought, I will never be able to afford to get married, you can question that. Is that actually true? If you had the thought, my income has been destroyed. Is that thought true? And when you start gaining that power over your own mind, you are able to move down that scale that I talked about at the very beginning of the episode because you've slipped into the watcher. You're taking that little bit of control over your inner world. Now, you may be thinking with that example that that person doesn't have a bad situation. Maybe your thought is. I can't pay rent. And that is obviously a thought that is going to create a lot of stress for you. It's a big threat. Your brain perceives that as a terrible danger that's coming towards you. And so what I'm going to suggest, if that is something that is real for you, that you can't pay your rent, is that you put that as your circumstance, but you make it factual. So A way that you could do that is to write something like, my rent is $300 this week. I have $170. And when you have it factually written out in that way, you are then able to see what your brain thinks about it. And what I'm offering here is, again, that you can see what is true and what is not true. But you can also decide what next. Your brain is trying to keep you safe. And what I want to offer here is that you let it do that. You let it do its job, but that you pull your thinking into enough awareness that you're not spending time on the thoughts that cause you to feel unnecessary pain and unnecessary stress. You approach the problem from a place of clarity and from a place where you're not arguing with reality. You're not wasting brain energy thinking this shouldn't have happened because whatever you're thinking that you are, like I just said, arguing with reality and causing yourself more pain. A thought I know a lot of people are having right now is I will never recover from this. And again, I want you to question, is it true? Is it serving you to think that way? How do you feel when you think the thought, I'll never recover from this? And just because you figured this out doesn't mean that that thought isn't going to pop up in your brain after you've you know worked it out and decided if it serves you. Your brain is used to practicing that thought. It thinks that thought, I'll never recover from this, is a useful thought. So it's going to keep offering it to you. And when you notice that it's there, Again, there is no need to resist, there's no need to push it away, there's no need to feel angry with yourself for perpetuating a thought that isn't helping you. You just acknowledge it. And what I like to do is I even thank my brain for bringing that to my attention because it's a brain that's working well and it's a brain that wants to keep me safe. Now, I'm going to leave it there today because that gift of being the watcher is such a powerful position to be able to start slipping into. And whenever you feel that you're amid the feelings of stress, the feelings of anxiety, the feelings of sadness or panic, this is when I want you to start employing this tool of figuring out what you're thinking and whether or not it's true. And don't worry if you're already halfway, you know, into this feeling of anxiety and it's already a really heavy feeling for you. Just the fact that you have realized and you have slipped into that place that you can watch is a victory and a victory that is worth celebrating. So before I go, I just want to say that on my website, I have a free worksheet that is going to guide you through this teaching through this tool and it's going to deepen your understanding so if that's something that you're interested in and I really recommend that you do this on paper you can head over to my website com, and you can download that freebie. There were many times on my self-development journey when a self-development teacher would recommend an exercise and Honestly, sometimes I would do it, sometimes I wouldn't, but I really found the times I did, I got so much out of it. And if I could go back in time from the beginning when I started this journey and do everything that was suggested to me, I would definitely do it because the fruits of what I've received from doing the work on my own brain, moving past just that intellectual understanding and really seeing it in action is incredible. So before I go, please leave me any feedback on my meant to make it podcast page. You can message me or you can DM me on Instagram at Holly M. Wright. Both of those are in the show notes. If you forget, I would love to hear anything you have to say, even if you just tell me that you listened. It's really inspiring to me. Um, But feedback and questions are also totally encouraged. If there's something that you didn't quite understand, please let me know. Episode two is going to really complement episode one. I mean, they're all going to complement each other, of course, but those two are going to be really focused on that beginning period of losing your income and the feelings that come up at the very beginning of that journey. So if you've enjoyed this podcast, you really have to Tune in for episode two. I will see you there. Stay positive and healthy. Bye.